This is episode 501 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, Stevia Plant, How to Grow It and How to Use It for Extract and More. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version, with some commentary, of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone, this episode is sponsored by Audible. Now, Audible Books allows you to listen to the best books when you are on the go. Now, I love to listen to podcasts and audiobooks and learning while I stay busy doing other things, especially getting ready in the morning and driving. Now, right now, Audible is offering two free audiobook downloads when you join Audible for a trial period. And if you choose not to stay with Audible after the trial period, you still get to keep the audiobooks. Now, for more information, click the link in the show notes or go to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com forward slash audible. All right, guys, so let's go ahead and jump into our article of the podcast. It comes to us from commonsensehome.com, and we're going to be talking about stevia plant how to grow it, and how to use it from extract and more. And the stevia plant, if you are not uh, familiar with that, um, it is a very sweet leaf uh, plant. And, you know, you might have heard of, you know, back in the day, if you didn't want to use sugar, there was NutraSweet, right? Or Sweet and Low, I'm sorry, Sweet and Low. And then uh, Sweet and Low was bad for you. And then there was the yellow stuff. Oh my gosh, I can't even remember what that is now, right? And so that was, you know, people were using that and then you were told that stuff is bad. And now there's stevia out there. And that's supposed to be, you know, based off of this, this plant. So there's all different kinds of stuff. And that's actually what we use. We use stevia as far as the little packets. It just kind of makes it simple. But I have grown stevia before. And uh, it is one of those things. Now, here, um, I know that Lori is talking about growing them from seed. I, I had a little bit of trouble growing them from seed because, but I'm just not that experienced, especially dealing with those small little leaves. And I don't have the setup to be able to grow them you know, like indoors and then and move them back and forth. But when I finally grew some and I was using them, you know, in this extract way and storing them and different things like that, I found them at my, of all places, my local grocery store. And I was walking by, I was going in one time and I saw some plants out there. I just kind of decided to take a look and it was like $2.99 for a plant, $1.99, $2.99, whatever. And uh, I was like, wow, I'm going to try this out. And sure enough, man, it, they grow. And if you give them what they need, you're going to have it. And it's, man, it is so cool to be able to grab one of those leaves and pop it in your mouth and just, just taste how sweet it is. And when you think about if you're ever in a situation where you don't have something to sweeten, you know, sometimes you just want something sweet, right? And uh, if you don't have something to sweeten, I mean, you can use honey, you, you know, if you have bees, you're good, you're good to go. But if you rely on the grocery store or whatever, you're kind of stuck out if you're in a situation where you can't go there. But if you're able to grow stevia, then forget it. You're able to to have some a sweetener there uh, that you can use, and you can easily make it. And the, there's just a lot of uses. So this is a great article. Hopefully, as we, I know some of you guys are still digging. I mean, you've still got snow out the wazoo, and 
Guys, I'm still praying for you guys. I, I know up in the Midwest, probably now starting to uh, defrost a little bit. Maybe things are starting to thaw out a little bit. There's going to be all kinds of issues uh, coming because of a result of that. But as you're starting to think about growing and things that you can you know, get ready for, I guess for the spring and then for the summertime for your growing season, you might want to consider this one. And so you can go ahead and start making plans now. So let's go ahead and jump into this one. Again, coming to us from commonsensehome.com. Stevia plant, how to grow it and how to use it for extract and more. So what is stevia? Also known as sweet leaf or sweet herb, stevia has zero calories and no impact on blood glucose levels. It is native to the altitudes of Paraguay and Brazil in South America and has been used as a sweetener for hundreds of years. Traditionally, it was used to sweeten teas and for its medicinal properties. Refined stevia products are available for a more standardized sugar substitute, but with a little creativity, you can use dried leaves or extracts in many different recipes. Now, stevia riabundina is the sweetest variety and most commonly grown as a natural sweetener, but over 100 species of stevia exist in North and South America. The leaves contain up to 5% dry weight of steviocide, a sweetener estimated to be up to 300 times sweeter than table sugar or sucrose. Whole sweet leaf contains 11 major steviol glycosides, which range in sweetness from 50 to 400 times sweeter than sucrose. Unlike some artificial sweeteners, the sweetness of stevia is stable in high temperatures. So here are the stevia plant growing requirements. Stevia plants need full sun with over 15 hours of light preferred to maximize vegetative growth. In areas with hot summers, light afternoon shade is beneficial. They need well-drained soil or potting mix. Raised beds often work well for these plants. They need compost or organic matter in the soil. Skip the chemical fertilizers, which can cause lush growth with lower amounts of sweetness. Over-fertilized plants are also more prone to disease. They need consistent soil moisture. Wild stevia tends to grow near bodies of water where soil is moist but not waterlogged. Organic mulch can help keep soil moisture even. They need room to grow. Plants grow one to three feet tall, shorter in cooler areas, and roughly as wide. Use a one foot or larger diameter pot or space plants 18 inches apart in garden beds. And they need frost protection. Plants may overwinter in hardiness zones eight or higher. For colder climates, bring plants inside before hard frost if you want to keep them from year to year. Now, a well-tended stevia plant may produce for three to five years or more, but becomes less vigorous with age. You can start new plants with cuttings or natural layering. Plants will often root where a stem stretches and contacts the ground. So buying stevia plants. Stevia plants are now available at many garden centers or through online nurseries and retailers. If you're selecting plants in person, look for those that are compact with tops roughly equal to or less than the size of the pot. You also want good leaf color and no obvious signs of stress like brown leaf tips or dry soil. I've had good luck with starting plants from seed indoors and transplanting out to the garden. So there are, I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of pictures here if you're interested in looking at the stevia plant and what Lori's done. 
So uh, continuing on, she says, you can grow many plants from seeds for the price of one nursery plant. And there is a link here though, if you want to click to order plants online. All right, so let's talk about when to harvest stevia plants. The most important tip for harvesting your stevia plant is to pick the leaves before the small white flowers appear. Once the plant starts putting energy into flowers, the leaves become less sweet. You'll find this with most garden plants such as other herbs and lettuce. Flowers equal bitter lettuce and less fragrant herbs. You can pick leaves as needed or cut the plant back by half in midsummer and early fall. If you want to keep your plants over winter, leave at least six inches of plant intact to allow regrowth. Now cut back plants to force foliage growth if you see any signs of flowering. When growing stevia plants inside or outside as the days shorten, less than 14 hours of daylight per day is likely to trigger flowering. So drying and storing stevia. There is some sweetness throughout the entire stevia plant, but the leaves are much sweeter than the stem, so the stem is typically discarded. You can cut off the desired stems from the plant and bundle them in small bundles less than one inch diameter and hang and dry and strip the leaves after they have dried. Alternatively, you can strip the leaves off the cut stems and dry them in a homemade or commercial dehydrator on low heat. Dried leaves will keep well for several years stored in a tightly sealed glass jar and can be ground in batches as needed for recipes. So again, guys, like I said, there are uh, pictures here that Lori has shared. So how to make the extract. Making stevia leaf extract is easy. You can use fresh or dried stevia, although I've read that extract from the dried leaves tends to be more bitter. I prefer alcohol-based extract since it has a longer shelf life. So to make stevia extract with an alcohol base, you start with clean stevia leaves, either fresh or dried. I rinse off my fresh leaves and give them a spin in the salad spinner. Chop the stevia leaves, place the chopped leaves in a glass jar, and then pour in enough vodka to cover the leaves. Label the jar and put it in a cool spot out of direct sunlight for two days shaking or mixing gently a few times per day. I put mine in my pantry. Now don't let it sit longer to try and get a stronger flavor. Longer steeping can increase bitterness. Don't include stems so you have more material. They don't contain much steviolycoside, which is what makes the stevia sweet. After two days, strain the leaves through a coffee filter or other fine material. Take the raw extract and cook it gently over the low heat. Do not boil it or it will burn and taste nasty. Now simmer gently for 20 to 30 minutes to drive off some of the alcohol and concentrate the extract. It will get darker and a bit thicker and some particulates may precipitate out. Strain through a filter into an opaque bottle. I recycle a vanilla extract bottle. Tincture bottles with droppers are great if you have them available as it only takes a few drops of extract to sweeten a drink or recipe. Now cover, label, and date. This stevia extract will keep for around three months in the refrigerator. I found this extract to be quite sweet with very little bitterness. Given that the tiny bottles of extract sell for at least $10 each, you can see how growing homemade can save money. You can watch the video below to see how I made up our last batch of extract. If the video doesn't play, make sure the ad blockers are off. So 
she uh, walks you through how she does it here. So what about a homemade stevia extract with a water base? So the ingredients are a half a cup of dried stevia leaves, tightly packed, and one cup of water. So the directions are bring the water to a simmer in a small saucepan. Do not boil. You should see small bubbles only. Stir in dried stevia leaves and remove from heat. Cover and let steep for 40 minutes. Strain out the leaves. Pour into a clean glass jar. Cover and store in refrigerator for up to two weeks. Yields approximately one half cup of stevia extract. This extract is best used for sweetening teas or other beverages. So using your stevia plant. Most recipes call for dried powder or liquid extract so that the flavor spreads more uniformly through the substance being sweetened. But feel free to experiment with fresh leaves. They work well in tea blends, smoothies, and fruit salads. So three to four teaspoons of dried green stevia is roughly equivalent to one cup of refined sugar for sweetening. But you will need to experiment or find a good sweet leaf recipe book because substituting stevia will change the texture and baking properties of food. Guys, again, three to four teaspoons is equivalent to one cup of sugar. That's pretty crazy there. So here are some conversions. Sweet leaf does not have the same properties as sugar for baking. When you're substituting for sugar, it's best to start with no more than 50% stevia and then adjust for taste and baking qualities. When working with refined white stevia powder and alcohol-based stevia extract, one cup of sugar equals one teaspoon of stevia powder or one teaspoon of stevia extract. One tablespoon of sugar equals one-fourth teaspoon of stevia powder or six to nine drops of stevia extract. One teaspoon of sugar equals a pinch of stevia powder or two to four drops of stevia extract. So let's talk about starting stevia plants from a seed. Start stevia seeds much the same as any other garden seed. Visit my post on starting seed indoors for more details on lighting and tips for success. The book, Growing and Using Stevia, states that darker seeds tend to have higher germination rates. The instructions given below are based on those detailed in the book. Seeds should be started inside 8 to 10 weeks before transplanting outside. Place 1 to 3 seeds in each cell and lightly cover with fine potting soil or vermiculite 1 8 inch thick. Spritz or mist with water to settle the soil. Place seeds under a clear plastic cover. You can recycle plastic produce containers or use products specifically for seed starting. Use fluorescent lighting to supply light and keep the temperature between 75 to 80 degrees Fahrenheit. The book, Growing and Using Stevia, suggests keeping the lights on for 24 hours per day at first, then maintaining at least 15 hours of light about three weeks after sowing. Now, seedlings should emerge in 7 to 14 days. Remove the cover after seedlings emerge to help prevent dampening off. When seedlings are growing strongly, which they have distinct leaves, thin them to one per cell by cutting off weaker plants at soil level. The book suggests only watering from below every three to five days so the soil stays moist but not soggy. I watered mine the same as I water everything else, gently from above. A small amount of fish emulsion or other natural fertilizer may be added to the water as the plants grow. Now when the seedlings reach about 5 inches tall, trim 1-2 to two inches off the main shoot to promote branching. 
you may use the leaves for sweetening. Move the seedlings to a four or five inch pot. When it's time to move plants to the garden, harden plants off by moving pots or seedlings outside in a protected area out of the direct wind and sun for a few hours each day. Gradually increase their time outside. When plants have had a chance to acclimate to outside conditions, pots may be moved into full sunlight and plants may be planted into the garden. Now, stevia plants do not tolerate frost, so protect or move inside if temperatures are expected to drop below 40 degrees Fahrenheit if you want to keep your plants happy. Now here's a plant that was dug up from the garden in fall and kept inside for the winter. You can see it is getting a bit leggy due to the lack of sunlight. So again, guys, uh, yeah, you can move these. I have moved mine before as well, just like Lori has done as well. So if you've been thinking of trying something new in the garden or you use a lot of stevia and would like to save some money by growing your own, I encourage you to give these plants a try. I've kept plants growing for several years at our home in northeast Wisconsin. My only regret is that I didn't learn how to make stevia extract sooner and save myself some money. All right, so uh, that's the article. There are comments here. If you want to come and read the comments uh, over at commonsensehome.com. Um, great article here. And again, you know, I tend to think when I think about preparedness, and I know that I've mentioned this before. I think in the short term or what is possible like right now, right? But then I also tend to think long, long term and like what could happen in the long run if there really was a poop at the fan situation. And Stevia, I know that I would want something sweet. I just know myself, right? I know that if you had some kind of, you were making some kind of teas or whatever, you would want a, a way to sweeten things. And, you know, I would love to have honeybees. I would love to to do that. I would love to have some beehives, but I live in uh, you know in in a neighborhood where it just you know uh, the homes are just close together, and it just wouldn't be prudent to have you know a hive here. And so this would be the next best thing, and it's actually pretty easy to do. It's not very hard. I mean, the extract, uh, creating that extract, you can do that within in two days, and then it lasts two to three weeks. And there's no way that you are, I mean, if you're making teas and you're using that, or maybe even in your coffee or whatever, it might there might be a little difference in the taste. You might need to get used to it, but you're going to use that extract pretty quickly. It's not going to sit there in the refrigerator two or three weeks. I mean, if you're, if you are trying to use this and especially to save money, but I just think it is something, uh, you know, a plant that everybody should consider growing. And again, um, just popping one of those leaves, I mean, being out in the, uh, you know, in the garden and you have some peppermint growing or some spearmint growing and you've got some stevia growing and man, you've got yourself a nice little tea right there. So again, like always, guys, I'm going to link to this in the show notes uh, from commonsensehome.com. The article is entitled Stevia Plant, How to Grow It and How to Use It for Extract and More. I hope you go take a look at it, check out the pictures and read the comments. There's a lot of comments here. Well, everyone, that is it for episode 501. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. You can head on over to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com. And that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And take a moment to connect with me. I have a ton of ways to connect in the show notes. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace.